I have a short six-minute video coming up at 4.30 today, Pacific time. That's 7.30 Eastern. Um, there's no basketball games tonight, so y'all could go check the video out. Like, share, and subscribe it. Leave a comment. It's going to be Big Rick talking to me and Little Caesar. I called Big Rick from uh, North Carolina, and we spoke to Big Rick briefly. Uh, y'all check that out after the podcast. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another episode of CareMac Video Podcast. This morning, I asked you guys to submit a topic for today, but I wasn't expecting 73 different answers. So what I decided to do is go over a few and reply to them with a short answer. I know a lot of people have inquired about the intro to CareMac Videos. The title of the song is CareMac Videos Intro. By Fitzgerald Godwin Jr. It's now available on Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, Tidal, and Google Play Music. Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, Tidal, and Google Play Music. And add it to your playlist. That shit be bumping, man. I ain't even gonna lie. I like that shit. I love that shit. Today is what you guys call Throwback Thursday. I've already posted my throwback pictures. How about you? If you posted some today, I want to see them. Tag me at Big Kev Mac One. That's B I G K E V M A C One on Instagram. And follow me. Help me get my numbers up. I need to get my numbers up. Numbers are way too low. Let's get those numbers up. Let's go over 4,000 a day and then let's work on 5,000. Come on, y'all. Help me out. Join the movement. Let's get this shit cracking. You feel me? I'm going to take this shit to another level. Y'all know everything I do come out cool. So I'm going to take this shit up to another level. And I'm going to find a way to give back to all of y'all. Everybody that's been following me and continue to follow me and is going to follow me before shit crack. 
I'm going to find a way to look out for y'all. Real talk. I know how much y'all love Too Pretty Kenny. I got a surprise for y'all. I'm going to bust that surprise out before I do my interview. Y'all know I'm finna do an interview, right? Yeah, uh, I don't know, man. I'm going to keep it 100. I don't think the shit going to be about shit. You know what I'm saying? But y'all be begging to hear what I got to say. Y'all want to see me and my buck teeth so motherfucking bad that I'm going to go ahead and throw a Charlie Brown on or a 1970 sweatshirt, you know, the tight one with the old English on the back and shit. And I'm going to make y'all happy. No, I'm just playing. But I'm kind of for real, though. You know, uh, this, this 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 white guy, friend of mine, good friend of mine, he helped edit my first book, Sprung. And that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about Sprung. But uh, I guess this is going to be our Vlad TV. This is going to be the closest you're going to get to a Kev Mac on Vlad TV right here. So... Anyway, I posted some flicks when I had my first son back in 1992, and I posted some flicks from 1988. And speaking of 1988, that's when Ice-T came out with the soundtrack, Colors. I was fucking with Ice-T when he wrote that shit. Ice was singing that shit to me in a spot in Hollywood Hills, me and his girl Darlene. And when I told Ice that shit was cool, I didn't really mean the shit was cool because I, I like Ice, man. Ice was Ice was my favorite rapper, and I thought the nigga could have killed that shit, right? But Ice looked at me, and then he looked at Darlene. He said, ooh, I got Kev Max approval. And I'm like, damn, should I tell this nigga that shit's weak or what? But when he put that shit to a beat... That shit was fire. That shit came out proper as a motherfucker. I'm glad I didn't say nothing. I'm glad I didn't open my mouth. Because that shit came out cool. And that's when a lot of gangs sprung up in other states and cities that you guys already know. I'm going to go ahead and get to the phone lines like we always do. And check to see if you guys left me any messages. Or your top five. Or whatever else. And then... I'm going to read some of these questions and some of these topics you guys wanted me to address. And then we're going to end this short show today. I don't have any special guests today. So, like I said, I'm going to keep this short. I'll keep it right. And I want to give a shout out to those of you that donated this month. I was really shocked. I wasn't shocked because of my work ethic. I wasn't shocked because I don't believe in my work. I'm just shocked. Because you guys haven't been donating. And a lot of you guys been on YouTube fronting. Pretending like you're sending money. Or you might send $2 and pretend like you really looked out. Because you want everybody to see that you looked out. But I want you guys to give yourself a hand this month. Because when I woke up one morning. I was shocked to see a bunch of donations in my PayPal account. A couple of $1 and $2. But I was shocked. At the few of you that gave me $50 toward the movement, I really appreciate that. I really needed that. I really hate to ask or beg for anything, but a Hollywood screenwriter and producer told me he gave me some game. He gave me some game like Sinful P, the pimp, the YouTube pimp. 
that be clowning all the all the fake pimps. But anyway, this Hollywood dude told me, he said, man, you supposed to get paid for your work. I said, man, I do it for a passion. When and if I get paid, that's cool. And I'm going to probably turn some of that shit down because I like to do shit on my terms. But, you know, I done hit hard times for various reasons. And shit just ain't going right for me. So I said, fuck it. And I went ahead and started begging like a motherfucking panhandler on the internet. That's what I think I'm going to call myself, an internet panhandler. A lot of you broke motherfuckers think a motherfucker getting rich off this shit. Nigga, you got to be out your goddamn mind. I think blacks are the only race on this earth that think like we think. We got to get out of that shit. It's like you sit your ass on the couch with your girl or your daughter and watch Keeping Up with the Kardashian or the Real Housewives of Atlanta and you won't give a fuck about how much money they making. You don't give a fuck about how many endorsements and commercials they got. You will sit your ass right there and watch every bit of it. If you see Monster Cody on 60 Minutes or Nightline, you're going to sit down, you're going to watch that shit analyze everything he said and you're not going to give a fuck about how much money Monster Cody made or or the, how much the journalist made or how much CBS made. You don't give a fuck about who owned CBS, NBC, TNT, Fox. You don't care about none of that shit. But you see a nigga do a YouTube video with somebody else's songs and your ass to think you're supposed to get some money for a motherfucking interview. Like they told me. If you pay a motherfucker for an interview. He gonna have incentive to lie. He gonna be doing that shit. Because he owe you. You gave him money. Now he owe you a story. But a motherfucker that's genuine. And understand business. And understand journalism. He ain't gonna ask for nothing. He gonna get his thoughts and his message together, and he gonna do the interview from a historical standpoint. He gonna represent his neighborhood, and he gonna make sure his name is carried on in the manner that he wanted to be carried, as far as how he expresses himself. You know what I'm saying? Or being on a platform with a bunch of real OG niggas that really live this life and didn't live it through boys in the hood in another state in a rural area where you don't have no enemies within 300 motherfucking miles of you. You feel me? Now that's what we call thirsty. That's when you white around the mouth, lips all dry, throat all dry and shit. You trying to find a way to get a drink. You trying to use somebody else's passion or somebody else's hustle to feed your motherfucking ass. Nah, 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 nah. That's what you call thirsty. What's up with the Kev Mac? First of all, I'm want to say make much love and respect to what you're doing. Your boy like that type of shit right there, giving the history on how this shit all got started. Uh, can we see something about the Long Beach homies, you know what I'm saying? The 20s, the insanes, you know, things like that. Home respect, go. Yo, what up, bro? Thanks for the call, man. Uh, I ain't got no Long Beach history lined up, but I'm going to tell you, man. I ain't no hater. Go to Vlad TV and check out Trady, e, man. Trady e been going back to back to back on Vlad with some Long Beach history, man. Go check him out. 
I'll go fuck with your boy, Snoop Dogg. Dog. <laughs> In the meantime, I'm going to try to make it happen, man, but I ain't got nothing on the radar right now, man. Peace. Kev Mack, this is Slick, Eastside Compton, third generation Pete Fowler. I think it'll be real cool, man, if you incorporate, like make one of your segments a segment where you get dudes like Spud the Blood or from whatever hoods that push their line in the streets, but then they they transitioned into adulthood and start doing something successful. And I don't mean just working a job. I mean, dudes who really thought outside the box and made a move. And because those are the dudes that dudes follow. So I just think it'd be real slick if you could incorporate a segment like that into your whole mix. And, and I, like I said, like, I mean, I'm talking about dudes like you, dudes who transitioned into something they probably wasn't even hip to and made their way. And, and but you opened up a whole nother door where you can really, really kick something off. So I just think that we need to see more of that. Slick, what it do, Pyro? I'm guessing that's what that third generation P-Funk mean. I mean, I ain't from Compton or nothing like that, but I've been around a few corners. Now, as far as what you was talking about, I plan on incorporating that on something totally different. Totally different. I really can't get into it right now. Because it's not it's not written in stone, so I really can't expose it. But uh, that's already in the making, homie, and hopefully it come through. And that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna use niggas like Spud. Ain't no question. I even got niggas better than Spud. I mean, as far as literature and pushing this thing, being smart, intelligent, being able to 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 speak what he think. Spurs that nigga, but for real though, nigga Crips and Bloods ain't no dumbass niggas, you know what I'm saying? Everybody ain't dumb, everybody ain't ignorant, not educated. So I got like four or five other niggas to go along with Spurs, you know what I'm saying? And my nigga B-Rat, I'm gonna fuck with B-Rat on some shit like that too, if God's willing. But, um, alright bro, check it out. I just want to touch on that last phone call real quick. And see, the thing is, there's a lot of brothers that gangbang that's really smart. They may have got their education in college or preparatory high school or even in prison, right? And so as we get older, we start to progress mentally. And we start thinking of ways to, to live an easier life, a better life. And we start thinking, damn, motherfucker might see 70 or 80 now. Whereas a nigga thought he might not see 21. You know, some of my niggas died before they was able to drink legally. You know what I'm saying? They'll never know weed was legalized. they never know gambling was legalized. You know what I'm saying? They not going to ever know that. You know what I'm saying? But motherfuckers now, when you start hitting late 40s, 50, early 60s, motherfuckers thinking about entrepreneurship. You know what I'm saying? Or waiting around for inheritance or some money to fall in his lap. Or, or a nigga going to fall on a dream of wishing he was going to put out a movie or, or be a professional boxer and a motherfucker down there, a senior citizen, you know what I'm saying? So we low-key start going crazy unless a motherfucker use his smarts, use what he, he was taught and what he learned while he was fucking up, you know what I'm saying? So 
Um, the way I see it is I don't consider myself a smart dude, but I done ran across a lot of smart dudes from different sets, and we all pretty much on the same page. Either you're going to be content with a nine to five, or you trying, you trying to hit the music industry now, you're trying to hit TV, whatever, you know what I'm saying, bodyguard, motherfuckers trying to get their money up and trying to share their knowledge and their history. You know what I'm saying? That's that's where I come in. The historical aspects of gang banging, the black gang culture, LA's culture, you know what I'm saying? The low riding, the shooting dice, raising pigeons, fighting pit bulls, all that old shit. Scratching turntables, grabbing a mic, rapping, pop locking, all that old shit. But we gonna get it together as black folks, and I hope I'm around to see that shit. You know what I mean? I mean, I ain't pushing no peace movement. Don't get me wrong, peace is good. I'm all for peace because a motherfucker want to live in peace and die in peace. But at the end of the day, I'm just trying to get everybody up. I'm trying to lift everybody up. But I have to take steps to get to where I want to be before I can reach back and pull everybody up. You feel what I'm saying? And that's how we all got to start thinking if we going to ever get anywhere as a black race. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not just saying for black people because we so mixed now. We fucking Mexicans, Salvadorians, white girls. We fucking Asians, all kind. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Koreans, Chinese, Japanese. We fucking Polynesians. I mean, just keep it 100. It's going to be so much racial mixing in Southern California because you got the Hondurans. You got the Guatemalans, the Salvadorians, the Mexicans. You got Puerto Ricans coming from the east. You got all these Creoles coming from the south. And race is going to kind of be obsolete. But, I mean, we don't have but what, like 30% African in us anyway, most of us. You know what I'm saying? Unless you just blue, black, or purple, black, you might be lucky to have 50% African blood up in you. You know? And, and if you don't believe me, Try Ancestry.com. That shit will fuck you up if you think you all black. You know what I'm saying? Black is a mentality. That's a mentality that we have. And it's good when you're strong and you, you know, you're about that pride. But it's not no good when you're looking down on other black folks because of color, because of the texture of their hair. You know what I'm saying? Because the lifestyle they live, because the company they keep, you know what I'm saying? Uh, their, their income, how many kids they got, all that old shit. You know, you start thinking you better than the next person. That shit ain't even cool, but I'm probably way off topic right now. So in order to get back on topic, I'm going to go to the next phone call. Hey, yo, Kev, man. Why don't you check out the Compton Ave Crips and Watts, man? Get the history on them, man. You know, I heard they be beefing with the East Coast and shit like that. I wanted to know who they allies was, when did they start and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Who all they was beefing with, who they, you know, some of their OGs talking about how they come about. Compton Ave Crips, Watts. Nutty Block 2, of course. Yeah, I feel you on that Compton Avenue. That might be a good one considering they went up against East Coast. I don't know any, never ran across any, but I know where they at, and I know they exist, and uh, it probably would be a good history, homie. As far as Nutty Block go, 
I had a few hookups on the nutties and nothing ever transpired. Shout out to Wood Rat, rest in peace. And uh, it may happen one day, you know, Nutty Blocks is big and known, so I I'll probably uh, be able to make that happen in the near future. Hi, Kaz Mac. My name is Maya, calling from Charleston, South Carolina. I'm very curious if you ever gonna work on a documentary of all the history and culture you know about Bloods and Crips. Are you ever going to put it in a documentary? Thank you. Maya, you know I don't have no plans on doing that. You know what I'm saying? But anything's possible. Shit. If opportunity knocks and it sound right, you know, and the right people involved, yeah, I might fuck with it, but I don't have no plans on that shit. You know, that ain't that ain't what I'm trying to do. We're going to do a movie. Let's do a movie on, on, on what I want to do a movie on. You feel me? I want to be the star character. You feel me? All right, later. Yo, Kev, what's good, bro? It's Marvin Korn from North New Jersey. Just want to check and show you some love right quick. When you get a chance, right, can you ask one of the dumb moves where the term slobs came from? Y'all want to know where that came from. Keep doing your thing and get them, chat. You a cold brother, Marvin. That's fucked up, man. You trying to get me in some UFC shit, man. Niggas going to jump up and take off on me. Better yet, how about this? When you come to L.A., I'll hook you up with some Damus, and you can ask some of that shit. <laughs> yeah, you ain't going to have me all on World Star and shit, motherfucker. We're going to get you on World Star. We're going to have you go viral. <laughs> Just yell out Kev Mac video when they take off on your funky ass. No, but on some real shit, I mean, that's kind of an uncomfortable question, but you know, when the time presents itself, I'll ask one of them for you. Joshua Murray says, I'd like to learn more about OG Pudding. His name seems to always come up. So you, you probably like Cynthia Nunn or... You know what I'm saying? You might China dog when he get out. You know, you 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 want to talk to a reputable. You want to talk to a reputable from West Side Peru, really. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, so until then, I mean, I guess AC might be the only one that can really bust that down. You know what I mean? Um, Max, what's the story with Tam from Peru? I don't know the story for, with Tam from Peru. You know what I'm saying? That's, we have to ask a Pyro about that, you know. And you got to understand, motherfuckers name drop, but motherfuckers ain't really trying to give a nigga's reputation up. You know, nigga might have some smut on him. You know, motherfucker uh, might have some kids or a sensitive wife or mama. You know what I'm saying? So motherfuckers ain't really always trying to get a rundown on every single individual, although his name always come up. I mean, I feel... I feel you want the information, but shit, I don't know. Big Rick from Rolling 60s by Beach Boss. What about it? Uh, I got a video coming up at 2 o'clock, I believe, today uh, with Rick on the phone with Lil Caesar, so you might want to check that out. Uh, I probably won't drop this podcast until maybe, I don't know. You know what? Maybe I'll drop the podcast first. All right, uh, who else we got? Uh, 12-17, the difference between deuces and trade cards. 
Shit, one claim Deuce, one claim Trey. Shit, uh, pretty much, I mean, the general rule of thumb is if you if your set ends in a two, you a deuce. If it ends in a three, you a tray. You know, there there are some exceptions where somebody might claim tray a deuce, but not have a deuce or a tray as the last number in that street. Uh, Deshaun Christian, history of town and putting from Pyro. Man, y'all really on that Pyro shit, huh? Even had a Pyro call in. All right, all right, Compton, stand up in this motherfucker. Mad Max, do frontline members get more respect than the hustlers of the gang? Eh, it depends. It depends, because if you're a good hustler and a cool nigga, you're going to kind of get the same respect as the motherfucker that's on the front line pushing the line, because nine times out of ten, y'all going to fuck with each other anyway. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to coexist without fucking with each other. If you're getting it like that, you putting in work like that. You feel me? Uh, dirt slump. I think that's what it is. Dirt slump. Playboy Gangster Crips in West L.A. Man, I'm hollering at two dudes. I don't even want to say their name because these other niggas going to try to find them and say they gave a green light for me to speak to them. So, on to Sean Anderson. Why the 30 didn't turn in AC? Well, I don't know why. I could speculate. The Harlems was around before the 60s and all that old shit, right? They was Harlems before the West Side was even crip. So when they come into play, when they get when they get Christian, when they become how you say it, when they when they join the West Side Crips, I mean they already was doing their thing, you know what I'm saying? They was already getting money and having guns and you know, they was like a family already. So it really wasn't no need for them to turn neighborhood crib. You know what I'm saying? They stayed independent because they they basically on the north side of L.A. I mean, as far as gang banging, they, they far north, really. And, uh, you know, one thing Nugget from Raymond told me that made a whole lot of sense. He like, man, we can't call ourselves allies if you're not going to go to war with us. And so I believe the 30s, when they had issues with the Fidus Hoovers or the A-Track Gangsters or the Rolling 60s or the Rolling 40s, they probably feel like, you know, these motherfuckers ain't teaming up with us. And so that probably had a lot to do with it, man. Stay independent, stay out of the trouble, keep you from inheriting beefs that you really ain't even had nothing to do with. You know what I mean? So that's probably why. I mean, good move, smart move. It shows solidarity and strength, if you ask me. Uh, I'm going to get to about two more randomly. Old ass nigga getting out of breath and shit. Can we get another Gambling Chronicles out of you? S-Dom. Yeah, man. Uh, if you check my Instagram, I, I, I teased y'all with a little KMAC, uh interview meme. You know, uh, so... Yeah, definitely, definitely, for sure. That you know, that's my topic, man. We could talk gambling all day, shit. Uh, what does this shit say? Synergy six zero. How did Raymond Washington get so big? Who do you think killed him? <laughs> Thomas Tookie Bulldog. Will there ever be peace and black gangs over thirty year olds beef? I mean. You see the Inglewood family and the A-Trek gangsters fuck with each other. The Pueblos and the Avalons fuck with each other. I mean, the Hoovers fuck with 
off and on, the, the hunters, the you know, the apple, apple, oranges, grapes, you know, they, they I see them writing Hoover family on the wall sometime. I think I got some pictures of that. If anybody try to deny that. And uh should I see Hoover's in jungle writing all the all the time. BPS Hoover all the time. So yeah, why not? You know, some some gonna take longer than others. That's like saying, well, America ever have peace with North Korea or Russia? You know what I'm saying? Motherfucker, you got cold wars and, and, and you know, you don't have them. So, ain't no telling, man. Sometimes it just takes the right person or the right attitude, man, to change course. I'm going to do this last one. James Evan, the Chicago and Cali influence on Detroit in the 90s. Well... I mean, Chicago branched out like L.A., you know what I'm saying? Real niggas that, that get out and get money and push a line, you know, they spread everywhere. You know what I'm saying? It's no limitations. But um, as far as on Detroit and in the 90s, I can't really speak on that because I haven't been to Detroit. And if I have, it was to the airport. And uh, so I, I can't even speak on that. I don't know no stories, but... I do know uh I do know a lot, a lot of niggas from the land and then went to Detroit to get a little change, so that probably had a lot to do with it, like it does everywhere. Uh, Tall Balmain, I think that is. Kev, do a OG from Grape Street. You know what? I just checked my messages and somebody's claiming that Hancho wants my phone number from three months ago. So he probably seen that frog interview and wanted to holler, but Hacho's on my Instagram, so Hacho can be able to reach out to me his, himself if he wanted to. That would make it more authentic and believable, you feel me? But uh, I know a couple other greats, OG greats. I don't know if they were intricate parts in the beginnings. I know... Uh, I know uh, if I run across them, I can holler at them. I know they had a lot to say about the article I did on the grapes back in, uh, like, 05. And so uh, they may, if they still around and I run across them, they may be willing to sit down and, and get the history of Watts Grape Streets. All right, man. Uh, I'm out. You guys have a good day. I want to thank you all for tuning in. Don't forget to donate at paypal.me slash allhoodpublications. That's paypal.me slash allhoodpublications. You'll see All Hood Publishing pop up, enter the amount you wish to donate, and click send. If you're still interested in the Kevmac clothing, even though it's about to be hot in summertime, go to bear-image.com slash kevmac-clothing. We also have a Patreon account at www.patreon.com slash kevmac. When you go check out the videos on YouTube, be sure to like, share, subscribe, and leave a comment. And don't forget, I'm also on Instagram at BigKevMac1. That's B-I-G-K-E-V-M-A-C-1. Go on there, add me, find a picture, a meme, or whatever, a video, and share it. Please share the videos so we can get our numbers up. I want to get my numbers up. Come on, y'all. Help me out. Let's get these numbers up. Let's get this moving popping. You guys drive safe.
Uh, tomorrow I'll be talking to Too Pretty Kenny. I know you guys love Too Pretty Kenny. I'm going to see if I can hook up with Mumpy. Uh, we had a neighborhood crip set that got the communications twisted up yesterday. So I hate we missed that good interview. Uh, try to make it happen in a couple of weeks. I don't want to give out too much information. You know, other people lurking and, and fighting for position. You know, even though this wasn't supposed to be a competition, show a lot of people trying to get in position. Y'all take it easy. Bye.